We saw last night, remember what happened in the Milchama of Klai against Binyamin, how originally the Binyamin defeated Klai twice, but on the third day Klai Yisrael, the tide turned, and Kodesh Baruch promised them that uh, they would be successful, and they conquered Binyamin, and they completely destroyed Shevet Binyamin. We sent for 600 men who meant to escape, and hide out in the desert for months, for four months they were hiding in the desert. Everybody else in Shevet Binyamin got killed. And now the shayla is, like we said, to kill the people of Giva was the was original intention. Yeah, they did first. Then they drew the soldiers out of the rest of the Shevet out of Giva. They burned the city down. So everyone there got killed. The, the fact that they killed the other soldiers, so there could be justification for that, because because uh, it was a war, and uh, it was, they, they were in a battle situation. So it was either shayla of uh, to kill or to get killed. So we understand that in such a situation, they had the right maybe to defend themselves and to attack uh, the people who were trying to kill them. But the question is, after the army of Yemen had been destroyed and the few survivors had run to the desert, so Christ will go back and they destroy everybody left, the women and children and all the cities of the Shevet. What was the hatter for that? It wasn't from the Zion uh, Right. So what was the hatter to destroy everybody who was there? Now, there's there's a mitzvah in the Torah which there's a Ramban who explains the mitzvah which the Mephoshim want to use something similar to explain here as well. And that is that the, the mitzvah is the mitzvah of Zakin Mamre. The mitzvah of Zakin Mamre is that if there's a Tamil Chachim who's somebody who's Megillah Hira, somebody who on his own right is a Roy to Pesach Halachas and he passes the Halacha and he he is informed that the base Nagadal, Sanhedrin Nagadal, um, is passing not like him. And then they warn him that, listen, this is the Psaka of Sanhedrin Nagadal. You meant to comply. So he doesn't necessarily have to agree with him, but he, he can't pass him not like that. And if he does, so the Allah is his Chayav Misa. His Chayav Misa, they bring him up and they kill him and they tell, it says, Achol Yishmol Yishmo The whole Torah should know about what happens to the Zakin Mamre. Why? So it says Ramban on the Pasha Zakin Mamre. He says because that it, without some kind of central agreement of what the Torah is meant to mean and how the halakha is meant to work, so it's going to become there's going to be like a multiple interpretations of Torah, and it's going to it's going to cause mechlekes in Klai Yisrael, and therefore there has to be the authority of based in in the sense that this was that this was the based in Paskum, so there has to be agreement, and if somebody is going to uh, so to speak, try and disobey the authority of the Basin. So therefore, for the protection of the Messiah of Klai Yisrael, so they have the right to punish him, even so severely. We're talking about a Tamil Chacham, who was somebody who passed from the Zippons to And that's enough of a Oynesh, enough of an Avera, that is high of Misafor. And that's the case. So the Mephoshim want to say that the Klai Yisrael decided, once the Sanhedrin of the rest of Klai Yisrael decided, that they were mukhiv, that the people of Geva were mukhiv to punish them, and B'nai bin Yamin argued. So this was to the, they wanted to set a precedent that a single, just like the Torah sets a precedent, that a single Chacham can't argue with Sanhedrin, so they wanted to set a precedent too that a single Shevet can't argue with the consensus of the Shevet. But that's not enough of an answer, because that might explain the men who were, were involved in making the decision. In other words, not everyone in Yamin was a soldier. There were the people who were soldiers, there were also maybe the elders, or maybe the Chachamim, or the 
Skanim of Binyamin, who, who made their decision. So the fact that the Jewish army went to kill, let's say, those people afterwards, so maybe that could be understood in the context of like, that held them in Akazak and Mamre. Which means they held the ones that based on Israel decided something, they weren't allowed to disagree. Who had to kill everybody. So heaven gives the uh, is the court for uh, for Zakin Right. Is, is that what happened here? Could be. In other words, that was a decision not just of the soldiers but of the heaven, the person of Israel who decided to go to war. And they decided they have to kill the the Skanim of Benjamin who decided to oppose the Sanhedrin. Maybe there'd be a justification for that in that context. But like we said, it doesn't explain why they kill the women and the children. Or explain maybe they killed the men who were involved in making the decision. So they bring a Rambam. They bring a Rambam, and that is that the Rambam runs from a different thing. The Rambam, the Rambam says, "With another mitzvah Torah, there's a mitzvah Irani Dachas. The mitzvah Irani Dachas, if you have a whole city who is serving a Vedasara, so then the law is we destroy the city, and we destroy the, everything in the city. We burn the city down. We kill all the people." And we would have thought that the reason for the Khumra of early Dachas is because of the Khumra of Avedazar. Avedazar is so severe that because of that we prepared to destroy an entire city and burn it to the ground. But the Rambam in Marinavuchim he says differently. He says that it's not just a dinner of Avedazar. And then he says any time that that causes a stereo terror or Machlaikus in Klai Yisrael. Rosh Nirambam is, so Ka'an She'irani Dachas, She'yar Gomisus Kaifim Lemisus Aynesh, V'chayin Yomim Ba'edem Yisrael, She'zadu La'aval Aizim Mitzvah She'tiyah, If you have a group of Klai Yisrael that would be amazed if decide to go against whatever Mitzvah is, but also has to be a drama, they show that they don't care. They're disobeying the Halacha, they, like so to speak, amazed if show that they're being over in Avera, Yar Gokulam. They should all get killed. Uh, it's a He doesn't pass in the Yerachadok. He says the Marin Vuchim, but I want to use that also as a concept that to explain that this, there was something here also that they felt that Binyamin uh, Zeshevet decided to act against the Pesach of Klai Yisrael Biyadama. If that's the case, there was such a thing. The other time in the Nach we find something similar. You know, I never got to that stage. Is when we saw the end of Sefer Yeshua when Bnei God and Bnei Reuven built themselves in Mizbeach on the Ever Yarden. And we saw the Jews also mobilized Nami then and went out to confront them. What are you building a new Mizbech for? And they were prepared to go to war about it. What right would they have to kill them for building a Mizbech? So they bring the same Yisrael. And that is that if you have an Edom in Yisrael who are acting Biyad Rama, which they're taught to acting Biyad Rama against the Torah, so they have to destroy it. And uh, we don't find, we don't find the Geder for such a in the Shas. It's a big Kiddush. We don't find the gather such a lot in the Shas that we can essentially destroy a chalik of Klai Yisrael because they're acting uh, against the Torah. And in fact, even the Makar that they're coming from, which is the Irani Dachas, if you look at the Mishnahis and Sanhedrin, that's not the halach of the Irani Dachas. The din of the Irani Dachas isn't we just go on a rampage and destroy a city. We have to try each person in the city. And we decided, was he Oed of or wasn't he Oed of And the halach is that, and this is the Mishnah Sanhedrin, that the people who are high Musa, uh, get killed. The people who, who didn't over of Zara, we let them go. And then the, if it comes out that the majority of the city were Zara, then we get the early Dachas, which means we kill the Rishayim, we kick out the Tzadikim, and we burn the city down. 
And the Gemara asks, so why, why, how can we destroy the money of the tzaddikim? All right, the Gemara says, they didn't sell over the Zara, so how can we destroy their things when we burn down the city? And that the Gemara says, that those are the, the their fault for living in the city of Avraver. But no one ever said in the Sukkot Gerni Dachas that we kill innocent people. It's Dafka, the Avraver, get killed. And if you want to make a statement about destroying the city, then it's the property of the city. It's called Shlona Tikwes, we, we tackle the things, we burn the things. And we don't find that there's a, so to speak, like a, you know, a generalized punishment for everybody, and even by Gerni Dachas, but those people didn't do that there. Yeah. And if that's the case, so the Rambam's decide maybe would apply to a community, a group of people who had all done the Avera, that we can say something Because just like that, when you have a, a communal desire, they get punished as Akhirani Dachas. Same thing if you'd have a group of people all doing an Avera, we have to punish them as a group. But the fact that that now would extend into killing innocent people, we don't find. We don't find. And if that's the case, so we can't use this, you know, thing, even though they shouldn't do bring it, it doesn't justify, doesn't explain what Clarice Shul did. Because then it wouldn't be an excuse, it wouldn't be a reason to kill people who weren't involved in Never. Because for sure, like we said, even if the basin of Binyamin just, uh, ruled against the basin of Godel, and they deserve to be punished for that, and the soldiers who fought Clarice Shul, they were allowed to fight them. But for sure, the members of all the other towns and cities of Binyamin, there's nothing wrong. And therefore, the we don't find an explanation to justify what right the Jewish army had to destroy the rest of Shevet Binyamin. But we're not done. That was the that was just the aftermath of the battle. Did they try to surrender themselves? To nil. Maybe if they would have, I'm thinking maybe they, when the soldiers came into their towns, maybe they fought. We're talking about women and children. They're going to try fight. But it's, uh, the soldiers had already been destroyed. They all ran to the desert. Usually, we don't find the. Uh, we, we do find the Rashi, it's true. The Rashi makes the Cheshmer, which was also made. Remember the Psalm, and that is 26,000 people joined the army of Benjamin. 25,100 uh, died. 600 ran to the Midbar. We're missing, a, we're, missing some, we're missing a few more people. Now, Rashi works out there were more than that, and he says that the remaining soldiers went back to the cities of Benjamin, but they didn't survive because when Clay Israel destroyed all the cities, they destroyed them too. Would that be a justification to destroy the cities to try and ferret out those last few soldiers? Again, we don't find a header for that. They weren't fighting anymore. It doesn't make sense that these few survivors in each city, uh, having lost so tragically the day before, would try and, and mount a counter-revolution. But uh, it could be that uh, nevertheless, Kaisal, in trying to chase the last few soldiers, killed all the cities as well. But then again, there's no reason for that. Because they were so overwhelmingly in control, they didn't have to destroy all cities. They could have gone to look. If they wanted to find the soldiers, they could have gone to look for them. Okay. So, again, again, there was a base team who was involved. There was the Kenirat was done up the Urbitumi because they asked, you see that Kaisal did ask before they went to war. So, well, here is a question. I don't have an answer right now. What the Hetzer was to kill all the women and children of Binyamin? The Chara we don't find the Torah condones uh, killing people indiscriminately. They couldn't get to them, they hid. They hid. Now, what happened next? Part of the agreement to isolate Binyamin was that nobody would give their daughters to Binyamin to marry. They wouldn't marry into Shabbat Binyamin anymore. This was part of this was Mashmah before the war. You know, so they wanted, when they wanted to prepare everyone for that kid, Binyamin's the enemy. So one of the things they did was they made a common wash 
that no one would marry into a Lamech Shidduch Moshe Binyam. I thought they were killed. This was before the war. Now, After the war, all yeah. the women and children were killed. Right. Only 600 women were killed. Right. So, yeah. who's, who's left we're to marry? We're going to see, we're going to see. Vayavai Ha'am Besa. Now, after they had finished the battle, so all the people come back to Basel. So we see that the Jewish, Jewish army come back and they don't celebrate the victory on the country and cause them to cry. Um, why? Why did this happen to us, Hashem, that we have this punishment that a whole Shevet uh, got destroyed? That that uh, they, they felt that that Benjamin had been destroyed as a shevet. Why? Because the, all the cities had been destroyed, and all the women had died. So then, even if there were the few survivors in the midbar, the there was no continuation, continuity for them. And again, this is a this is part of the question which needs an answer, and that is that uh, the Maisa is the kiddo that came to cry, Hashem, why did this happen to Shevet Benjamin? The Maisel, these are the people who were the ones who attacked Binyamin. It's the, the Kola Am who went to fight, came back to cry by Maisel, like, how could Hashem get destroyed? So it seems that it wasn't like they, they held themselves responsible for the fact that they had to kill Hashem. They felt it was something they had to do. And now they come to cry, why was this necessary? So again, as I'm saying, the important point to understand is it wasn't like they were acting out of rage or out of uncontrolled you know, wild troops. There was whatever Cheshmer must have been, they had a reason to do it, but now they came to cry. Why, was, why, why did we have to do this? Why did we have to destroy a Shevet? And uh, Taka, the closest the Shevet ever came to getting destroyed. Now, obviously, there's the Shlemus of Ta'i Yisrael, like we know, Apish 12 Shvatim. And therefore, if a Shevet would be lost, so it would be a loss that it wouldn't just be the amount of people lost, it would be a Chedek of Ta'i Yisrael, which is missing. It's meant to be 12 Shvatim. Arizal famously said that there's 12 Chalelis to the Rakia. The twelve openings to the Shemaim, each Shevet has its, its parts to play in Shemaim. So we can't, uh, we can't, it can't be that a Shevet will get lost completely. And it's the Gemara. The Gemara says, Kamiri de la Kola Shifta. There's twelve Shvat to make a Klai Yisrael. A Shevet will never be completely destroyed. The closest it came to that was the story of Binyamin. Now, there's an interesting point that is brought down in Nachrayim. And that is that, why, why does this happen to Shevet Binyamin? So, the point they bring that one sees that what the parents say about their children can be relative to always. So that the children, it has an effect years later. And we know the story of Binyamin's birth. Binyamin was born and Rachel died in childbirth. So she called him Ben Oini, which Oini is Russian Oini, the son of Babelis. And uh, Yaakov didn't like the implications, so he changed his name to Binyamin. But Kanire, Rachel's. Uh, Rachel's uh, name for Binyamin, Ben Avelus, had its effect, and therefore the Shevet Binyamin suffered that there was the Ben Avelus of the Shevet, that Kimah uh, lost the Shevet completely. So we don't see Hashem's answer to them, and we just see that they came and they cried to our Kaddish Baruch about what happened to Binyamin. The next day, the 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 and they brought him the Karbanas. And this is a pedah in the Halacha, because there was a mish- there was a Mishkan. There was a Mishkan of Shira and there was a Mizbech. So why are they building new Mizbechs? So for number one, you're not allowed to do that. There's a little Shkut which means when there's a Mishkan, you can't bring Karbanas outside the Mishkan, and there was a Mizbech in the Mishkan. 
and they were very near it. Either they were in Shiloh itself, or if, even if Basel is a different place, it's right next to Shiloh. So why did they build a new Mizbeach? Um, why did they build a new Mizbeach to bring Skabana's up? Well, before they also did, right? But on the third day of the war, they also... They brought Skabana's. So that's they brought the Mizbeach. The pastor says they brought Skabana's to the Mizbeach. They went back to Shiloh? Yeah. Well, like we saw before, there was a time that Basel came in Shiloh. Uh-huh. Or the place next to Shiloh. But then I could have said they brought Skabana's in the, in the Mizbeach and went to bring Skabana's. But here is an idea of building a new Mizbeach. Is a pair. Like I said, first it wasn't necessary, and second it's not, it's not even mutter. So why is it mutter to why is it mutter to uh, build a new mizbeach? Now, the the before I should give two possible answers to this question. The one answer is, and this is uh, Yerushalmi. And that is that the din that is necessary to build the Mizbech anywhere besides for the Mishkan or the Beis that on was only because the Aaron HaKadosh was there. And therefore, see, that's the Mark Mashiach you can't make Mizbech and you can't bring a bonus anywhere else. But just like when the case of the, when the Mishkan was destroyed and then there wasn't a Mark Mashiach so then you could make Mizbech in other places. So the Mephoshim wanted to say that same thing, if the Aaron HaKadosh wouldn't be in the Mishkan, then you'll be able to build this bear somewhere else. And we saw the previous day, we saw in the Radak, they took the Arna Kodesh to Basel in order to have a Yom Tefillah there. So they brought it to Basel. So then the Farshim said, if he that, the Kubi Arna Kodesh was still in Basel. So they built it in his bear. If that was the same Arn, right? We said that it could It was the same Arn, right. You have to say it depends on the two Farshim. So before, which Arn it was. If it was like the Arna Kodesh from the Mishkan, which they brought to Basel, so then it would justify building a new Mizbech for it because. Uh, the din of Shkut Echut will only apply if the Aaron is back in Shira. And then according to that side, or it wasn't. But most Akhrani, most unfortunately, the Radak Mashiach doesn't learn like that. They learn that uh, we're talking in Shira itself. Basil's name for Shira, and if that's the case, they've had the Mishkan. So why do they need to build a new Mizbech? Why do they need a new Mizbech? So, he, what, what he, the Radak says is, uh, uh, questions what the authority says. The question is what the that. And he says that because of the tragedy which happened, so they felt that in order to be, so to speak, get a new stratus, a new kirvah to Hashem, they had to build a new mizbech. So uh, maybe there's such a thing that if a person feels that uh, they need to build a new connection like Kodesh Baruch, it needs a new concept of doing something different, I can possibly understand it. But again, halachically, we don't find a gather like that. What's the idea of building a new Mizbech? And besides which, the question is, what is the Mizbech built out of? Because we find that the Mizbech of Shiloh was the Mizbech of the Midbar, was the Mizbech which was a cleat made out of copper. It's only later on, when it comes to Mr. Miklis, they made the stone Mizbech built out of, out of rocks, which was part of the ground. And if that's the case, if they would have made a new Mizbech, but even the Shah Mizbech, the Mashmos is that they would have built a brick Mizbech, which we don't find wasn't meant to be in Shiloh. Shiloh was meant to have a Mizbech of Moshe. So, so Kasha, why can't show both the Zimis there? As the two plus ones which are given. Now, what's interesting is how the story develops from here. Israel, Israel Another made, besides for that no one's going to give the order to Binyamin, was everybody is going to have to come and participate in the war against Binyamin. They were mechaev each other, they were themselves, that from everybody of Israel, we're going to come together to Pat Pinyamin. 
So now Kaisal will take stock and they say, who didn't who didn't keep the shwa? Who didn't keep the, the, the commitment to come to the war against the Yemen? Because they made a shwa or kharim and they said that if he ever doesn't join the war, it's Khaiv Misa. So by Nahubla Israel's Binyamin Akhov, Bayamin Nikda Yam Shavid Echad Misra. Now Kaisal will feel bad about what happens to Binyamin. How could it be that a whole shavit would get cut out? And now they thought, my nice the heaven and they started the Nashim. What will we do for the survivors to find their wives? Because Bashem, built a taste line, We made the shvur not to give our daughters to Binyamin. And now what are we going to do? The six hundred men are still alive in Binyamin, but no one can, they can't get married because no one can give them any of their daughters. So what's gonna to happen to Shev Binyamin? So what did what did Christ decide to do? Is there anyone from the Shvatim who didn't come to Mitzvah and therefore they wouldn't have participated in the Shvatim not to give their daughters to Binyamin? So was any, were there any, uh, so to speak, parts of Israel which didn't participate in the Shvatim, in which case they would be allowed to give their daughters to Binyamin because they never accepted that Shvatim? They made the Shvatim right before the war? Yeah. What was the point of that? Can you accept to isolate Binyamin? Yeah, but they were about to go to war with them and kill them, so... I don't think at the beginning they thought they were going to destroy the whole shape. Uh, that, that is when you have that. Now, Vilayin Levo'ish, Ela Machaneh, Miyavish Kira Lerakon. So that couldn't have been like a thing, like something, if they weren't planning to do it. Miyavish Kira. Miyavish Kira is a city in Eber Yarden. It's very far from the spot of Klai Shul, but non Miyavish Kira participated in the battle. They spoke at home, they counted all the people who were there. Vilayin Enchemish, Miyavish Miyavish Kira. So now, the first thing is, the people of Yavish Kedot were over the Shvur, because they so committed themselves, everybody in Kaisal was going to come to fight. So Kaisal decided to take action. They sent 12,000 soldiers to Yavish Kedot. Go and kill the people of Yavish Kedot. They didn't participate in the war, there was a Shvur that everyone's required to do that, and therefore they hired me. Again, the same story as before. The base of the decides people who don't listen to the base of the God, you have to. This, this we can understand because here the, the people they killed were, the, were people who were meant to put in the war. But it killed again women and children too. You have the same question. What does it have to kill women and children? They were they weren't hired to come to the war anyway. So what did they do wrong? The men maybe were meant to come with us in the battle, so you can have tinnies on them. But why are you killing the women and the children? What did they do wrong? It's the same question as before. In other words, in this whole story, when they decided that they're going to, they're going to punish, they go out of sight. And the amazing thing is, is after the whole thing, when they cry about what happened to Shevet Binyamin, you see that they are still held that this was the way to deal with it. Because then when they decide afterwards to go and fight against Yavish Gilad, they do the same thing again. They, they don't just kill the men, they're going to kill the women and the children also. Except they said this time, any man, any married lady you should kill. But if that's the case, you could be find girls who weren't yet married. What's the difference? We'll see. There were 400 girls who hadn't even gotten married in Yavish Gilad. They bring them back to Shira. They bring them back to Shira. There were still hundred these six hundred men who were hiding out in the Bidbar by Sadarimon. So this took time. Until Klaishal checked who was missing and Klaishal goes and attacks Yavish Gilad and brings back the survivors or the uh, the girls from Yavish Gilad 
it took four months, like we saw before. Yeah. At that stage, they go and find the people from Yomin, and they say, Shalom, we're not going to come back, we want to make peace with you. So they bring the people of Binyamin back, and you know, they're single soldiers, men. So they give them these 400 girls that will have wives, so they can rebuild the Shavit. Now, but they weren't enough. Because there were 600 men, only 400 girls. We're missing 200 people. So at this stage, now Kesha wants to help Binyamin. Israel now changed where they felt of Binyamin. They wanted to try and rebuild Binyamin because they saw the, the punishment which happened to Binyamin. And therefore, what are we going to do for the last 200 men? Because there's no woman left in Shevet Binyamin. So therefore, they said that there will be a Yerusha for Binyamin that they won't lose the dinner of the Shavit. And what does this mean? We can't give them our daughters, that's what he made a not to do. But if we're going to see what they did is, they're going to say, let, let the Bnei Binyamin take on their own. Because then we didn't, over our show, we didn't give them our daughters, they took them on their own. And now the obvious question of the is, be They made the Nether, and I'll dance the Rabbi. Now the rabbi decides they don't want the net anymore. Why do they must the net? Why do they keep in it? I'm not far. That's not so possible because the uh, Gemara paskins that for Dvar Mitzvah, Neder al Taz Rabbi does it. The Gemara even says about a certain Melamed that used uh, to hit the children. So Rabbi Achan made a Neder al Taz Rabbi and he can't be Melamed anymore. And the rabbi never brought him back because he was a good Melamed. So for sure, he has Dvar Mitzvah to save a shevet. So even if there would be a even if there would be a shvur which they had made, why couldn't they, they battle the neder as a klal, as a call, in order to in order to allow Binyamin to be given wives? Okay, so we have one more shvur to see the answer to this. And then what happens at the end of the story? What happens to the shvur of Binyamin? Um, we get to the end of the shvur and the lessons we can learn from the second part of the mice of the story of the war with Binyamin. We'll discuss next time.